Hi, this is Kathy Krueger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And today, we're going to be talking with Rotarian Dave Krueger about the new Pleasant Valley Library. And also the Pleasant Valley Rotary Club. Now, you know, yeah. the interesting thing is, is your name is Krueger, Kathy. Yes, And his name is. is Kruger. Are you related by marriage somehow? Yeah, 40 years. 40 uh, years. Happy anniversary to today. And Kathy Kruger, two, yep. two of the nicest people I know and outstanding Rotarians. And Dave Kruger, welcome to Radio Rotary. Thank you. I'm glad to be here with two of my favorite Rotarians. And, you know, uh, for those of you who are longtime listeners, you recognize Dave's voice. He's our floor reporter from many of the conventions uh, around the world that we cover for Radio Rotary, the Rotary International Conventions. Uh, So he's got uh, plenty of radio experience, and he also has experience being bossed around by our producer, Kathy Kruger. All right. Both, both, both in the radio studio and outside the radio studio. Yes. As do we all. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Dave, let's talk first uh, about the Pleasant Valley Library and we'll get a little okay. bit into about the Pleasant Valley Rotary Club. Uh, and Kathy, you know, jump in on this also. Okay. Uh, the library suffered uh, uh, what could have been a, a, a tragedy, immense tragedy. But uh, you've risen from the ashes literally and figuratively. Tell us about it. Yes, it was uh, November 6th, 2018, election day. We had a fire. Uh, I got a phone call at 6.43 a.m. from our security people saying, hey, a smoke alarm went off. Now, this happens periodically because uh, there's some funny problem with the system. And so I said, "Okay, I'll head on in. I got there. There was smoke pouring out of the building. Uh, I saw fire trucks. Uh, The cleaner had arrived, opened the door, and we think that burst of oxygen might have contributed to what became the fire. Uh, But it had apparently been smoldering all night. And the Pleasant Valley Fire Department, as well as eight other fire companies, uh, tackled the blaze, managed to put it out. But we were told that if they had responded 15 minutes later, we would have lost the entire building. And this is an older style building built in the 1860s that was vulnerable to this type of fire where uh, the fire was able to run right up the walls that uh, had no uh, real insulation or barrier between the basement and the roof. It started in the basement, uh, electrical down by the furnace, and God bless the fire departments because they put it out, saved the building, saved the structure. Now, uh, they, you know, even though these great fire departments from a big uh, area of Dutchess County were able to save this historic building, uh, what happened to the inside? What happened to those thousands and tens of thousands of books? Uh, we had a collection of about 60,000 items. We lost 52,000 of them despite wow. various attempts to try to clean them and recover the books and the other CDs and things. What it, wasn't it's the melted, smoke damage. It's the right. smoke yeah. damage. And you we just can't smell the smoke or touch the smoke afterwards, even though you've had them clean. So. <laughs> right. We yeah. couldn't get the grime off them, and it was just not worth it. So we had 8,000 items out on circulation. They were saved for us by the Mid-Hudson Library System, and mm-hmm. we regained those uh, over time. Oh, those are the and books and everything that people had at home. Right. Correct. Got people it. Checked out. So, and because of our wonderful friends, we have rebuilt about 90% of our collection over the last few years with donations from people. And our wonderful friends go through and catalog the books and verify that they're uh, in good shape. And then our director goes through and certifies that they're good enough to go back on our shelves. So we have large rebuilt our collection without having to buy too many new books. And I think the most fabulous donation of all 
was an entire building so that the library could continue to operate while the old library, the one that had suffered the fire, was being reconstructed. Tell us about that. Right. Well, right away, we set up a command center right across the street from our old library, but we realized right away we needed a place to work because we were accepting donations. We had a staff we kept busy. We didn't lose any employees. And fortunately, Herb Rettel stepped forward and gave us uh, a 10,000 square foot empty space that had previously been a grocery store. And so we renovated it and made up, uh, kind of cleaned up some of the areas that needed to be updated for a library. But uh, yeah, we were very fortunate to get that space. We made full use of it. We've uh, learned a lot about being in a larger space. It's about twice as big as we were, uh, but all on one level, which was mm -hmm. wonderful because we had never been ADA compliant. We had a second story yeah. in the original building we couldn't get to for anybody. I mean, this, uh, um, accessibility for disabled. Correct. Yes. Right. Yes, the American Disability Act. So we had no access. We couldn't even offer some programs because we were not ADA compliant. So in the new space, we expanded our programming. We set up an area for our wonderful friends to receive donations, process those. They have an ongoing continuing book sale that runs all the time. We have a larger children's area. Uh, we have a computer center. We have uh, an art collection display. Uh, we have really risen from the ashes, as you and, said. And this is still in the, in, you're still in the uh, old supermarket in the temporary yes. space yes. yes which is give, the give it a location Dave. it's uh it's in what used to be called the grand union plaza uh down the street from mcdonald's down the street from our original location behind the catholic church right uh, you know being in a being in a supermarket i have this vision of the librarian picking up uh, the public <laughs> system saying we have a special today in aisle six Mysteries, mysteries uh, by Raymond Chandler. Actually, we actually old, old did save some of the signs. Oh, yeah. that, that showed the aisle numbers of the original grocery store. Uh -huh. And, and, and the lighting. funniest, wait one second. The funniest <laughs> thing was that we had so many grocery carts. Those grocery carts have come in so handy with taking books in and out of the library. Oh, sure. We're thinking, what are we going to do when we move to our, our <laughs> renovated space? We're going to have to get like little grocery carts for the kids so that they can you know, take their books back and forth. <laughs> now, how much longer uh, do you think you'll be in the uh, supermarket the temporary library? We believe we'll be moving out by the end of the year or January at the latest. And we can talk about the renovation and expansion, uh, which has been a wonderful story as well. It's uh, uh, and so we pleased will with community support. Yes. And we'll learn about that right after Kathy Kruger tells us who supports us by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week. We are supported by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction and Realty, Third Eye Associates, Leo Cady's Ford, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Clarkstown, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Manuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. We'll be back with more Radio Rotary and our terrific guest, Rotarian Dave Kruger, right after these important messages, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website 
AARauctions.com is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AARauctions.com, tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's AARauctions.com. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111 or normanstaffing.com. You're listening to Magic 92.5 WGHQ, and there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your housing concern may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start, or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family. Or perhaps you found yourself in need of safe and supportive shelter with a compassionate team committed to helping you overcome the challenges of homelessness. We're here to help every step of the way. Please visit us online at HudsonRiverHousing.org or call us today at 845-454-5176. Again, that number, 845-454-5176. We all move on a mental wellness scale. We can become depressed or anxious, or we can overuse drugs and alcohol when we're in a stressful situation. Stress will move us on a scale of mental wellness in a negative way. These times we are living in can certainly cause us all stress. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO at Mental Health America of Dutchess County. We here at MHA want everyone to know that if you find yourself struggling lately with your mental wellness, MHA has a wide array of support, treatment, and referral services. Our services are of no cost to you, and we are always happy to help in any way we can. A few thoughts to live by. Be kind to one another and check in on your friends, families, and neighbors. While you are checking in on others, please know that if you need guidance or professional help, MHA of Dutchess County is always here for you. We can be reached at 473-2500 or visit us on their web at mhaduchess.org. That's mhaduchess.org. Hi, this is Kathy Krueger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Krueger, at 845-702-4410 for full details or email me at info at radiorotary.org that's info at radiorotary.org I wonder who that is honey Hugs with Family (gasps) Grandma and Grandpa's here (laughs) Get over here Getting back to the moments we miss starts with getting informed Get the latest info about COVID-19 vaccines at getvaccineanswers.org. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. 
Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasa. With me is our producer, Kathy Kruger. Hi, Kathy. Hi there, Jonah. Our regular uh, co-host, uh, Sarah O'Connell Plater, will be back with us very soon. But uh, to make up for him being uh, uh, not with us today, we have a terrific guest, another great Rotarian, Dave Kruger, who uh, is, uh, ma- is lucky enough to be married to Kathy for 40 years this year. Uh, send your anniversary <laughs> cards, care of this station, to Dave there and Kathy go. Kruger. And we're talking about the renaissance of the Pleasant Valley Library. For those who joined us late, folks, uh, tell us what happened to the original Pleasant Valley Library. Where are you today and what's going to be in the future? Great. Well, we had a fire in 2018, November 6th, Election Day. And boy, did we get official politicians turning up to express sympathy at the fire. We had, it was very photogenic, as I like to say. It was right on Main Street. We had all these fire trucks and smoke and people crying and very emotional day. But the town has really responded. We've had over 80 organizations either give us a donation or do a fundraiser, including a very generous anonymous donation of $250,000. Wow. We're also very fortunate that our our treasurer, our head of our finance and insurance committee four years ago, prior to the fire, well before the fire, had expressed concern that we were underinsured. So we had bumped our insurance up and that made a huge difference in that fundraising. Was, that was foresight, wasn't it? Yes. It was oh, well, that lovely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what we have now is we've saved the main structure and we worked with an architect. We've got an engineering firm going. We've raised uh, 95, 99% of the money we need, which is a little over $3 million dollars and our renovation and expansion is in progress so people in town have seen other old buildings come down we completed a purchase of some land we are expanding the library forward and backward it's going to be double its original size wow we have learned Mm -hmm. so much from being in this temporary space of 10,000 square feet we'll be a little bit under that now but um we have laid out a beautiful plan and you can go to pleasantvalleylibrary.org and see the blueprints uh we're working with a fantastic architect who up from albany uh, butler roland mays who's designed and built over 60 libraries and uh, we are so pleased with the team we've put together, the uh, engineering group at Baxter Construction, and uh, the support from the town, because uh, it, it's just, every, it seems like everybody can't do enough to support the library. Yes. And let's give a shout out to Herb Reddle, uh, yes. donating the space yes. where you're currently located. It's a former Correct. supermarket. And Kathy, where is that located? It's um, right off of Main Street, right off of Route 44. It's in the Grand Union. It used to be called the Grand Union Plaza. So, um, right yeah, there in Pleasant Valley. Right there in Pleasant Valley. You can't you can't miss it. So, thank you to Herb Ruddle. I mean, we, I don't know how we would have done it without him. You know, it, he was just a, an angel. That's the best now, way to describe him. Now, you can go on the website, which again is what, Dave? PleasantValleyLibrary.org. And folks, home, get a pencil and paper. We'll be sure Dave Kruger repeats that in the third portion of the show. Now, are you accepting donation of books? I mean, a lot of people have books that, uh, you know, they've read and they're sitting on a shelf collecting dust. They, they might want to, you know, help you out by helping those books get a new home. Uh, is that something you're accepting? We are accepting books on a limited basis, only so many we can process uh, per week. And unfortunately, some books that are treasured by some families and some groups may not be of general interest. So unfortunately, we can't promise that everything that's donated will end up in the collection. But we do have an active and ongoing uh, book sale. So even if we don't Uh use it, we will use the books to generate uh, money from our fantastic friends group that 
generates something like $20,000 a year in revenue. So now you're looking for hardcover, uh, fairly new paperbacks, uh, DVDs, anything. CDs, anything. anything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're not, and taking, that, we're not taking VHS tapes anymore. But no, yeah. no more VHSs. <laughs> DVDs. You're not going to take my wax cylinders for the no, for my old no, controller? No, no, no. <laughs> no, those, those go to the uh, Hyde Park Historical Society. <laughs> All right. So, and one more time for the website. PleasantValleyLibrary.org. Now, you know, both uh, David and Kathy are members of the Pleasant Valley Rotary Club. Tell us a little bit about your club. Where does it meet and when? We're a tiny, we always say small but mighty club. We have 11 members officially, although we just added a couple new members, and we have authorized what we call service membership. So we have members who will join us, and the club will pay their dues to the district and to Rotary International for a few years as they get their feet wet in Rotary. As mm -hmm. you know, Jonah, Rotary is a vast organization, and worldwide, over a million members with a 100-year history, but it's a little intimidating for some. So we have people who want to help us in projects. And what we're doing is trying to give them a path to transition into full membership for Rotary. That's been authorized by Rotary International. We authorized it with our club bylaws. So we're hoping to collect uh, more younger members and get them into the Rotary family. And Kathy, when and where do you meet? We meet on Tuesday evenings. Um, usually it's the, what is it? The second and the fourth Tuesday of the month or first and third or yeah. You know, with you COVID, when Dave's heading out the door, you go with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's with COVID, you know, we, we were very flexible with um, uh, zoom and now we're going to be meeting um, in person um, outdoors or, you know, in a restaurant and so forth, but it's usually six o'clock on a Tuesday evening. Um, and we've been meeting a lot at Madison's restaurant at, right here in Pleasant Valley. You know what I'm going to ask? you now how's the food the food is great we love jay <laughs> he owns the restaurant and he has been wonderful he he lets us use uh the the restaurant for rotary club meetings for pleasant valley uh bicentennial meetings we'll talk about that for a minute but um he's just been a great guy and he's got a second restaurant too and he's do he's just open to to the whole public of pleasant valley now kathy you mentioned covid and the pandemic of course a lot of us have been uh, confined to quarters working on zoom uh, how uh, David Kruger has the pandemic affected uh, the library's operation and also uh, trying to get the old library building back up and running. Yeah, it definitely threw us for a loop. Of course, all of the libraries in Dutchess County and in the Mid-Hudson Library System had to deal with COVID, had to make certain uh, preparations and accommodations, uh, shields and such, plexiglass, hand sanitizers. Uh, it slowed us way down, but we're very proud that our library was among the first to reopen. We only did one week of curbside service, and then we were right back open on a limited basis, and that's grown over time. I know other libraries in the Hudson Mid-Hudson Library System are still only doing curbside service and, and uh, you can only enter the building by appointment. So our team has been very uh, aggressive in terms of serving the public. We've been open for children's programs, for community programming, computer usage. We had AARP tax advisors. Yes. We had, uh, we've had so many wonderful programs and, and it's just been the community response, I think, is what it is because our library has been so good at serving the public. 
We're going to find out more about the great Pleasant Valley Library and the even greater Pleasant Valley Rotary Club from our terrific guest, Dave Kruger, right after these important messages. So stay tuned. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi. This is Beth Jones of Third Eye Associates Limited, providing life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. We are a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in New York City, Washington, D.C., and Red Hook, New York. Contact us to see how you can put Third Eye to work for you. ThirdEyeAssociates.com or call us at 845-752-2216. You're listening to Magic 92.5 WGHQ, and there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Leo Katie Sport is the home of great car deals for you. Whether it's the workhorse F-150 pickup, the exciting new all-electric Mustang Mach- E or the family-friendly fusion, Leo Katie's Ford has the car for you. Leo Katie's Ford is conveniently located on Route 94 in Warwick. Your next car is just a call away at Leo Katie's Ford, 888-474-2906. That's 888-474-2906. Remember, cars cost less at Katie's. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast and never miss an episode. We are on every popular podcast platform, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast today. Together, we build schools out of abandoned buildings. Together, we bring food to hungry children in need. Together, we see solutions instead of problems. We are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, community leaders in your neighborhood and around the globe, brought together to do one thing, make more good happen. Connect with us at rotary.org. Together, we are Rotary, and we are people of action. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebois. So with me is my co-host, Kathy Kruger. Hi, Kathy. Hi there, Jonah. And uh, she has uh, roped in one of the best Rotarians in uh, the Hudson Valley, who happens to be her husband of 40 years, Dave Kruger. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Hi there. And uh, for those of you who uh, may have tuned in late, but you recognize Dave's voice, he's our floor reporter from our convention coverage around the world. He does a terrific job. But today he's going to be talking to us about the uh, revived Pleasant Valley uh, Library, which uh, literally, like Phoenix-like, rose from the ashes of a tremendous fire and is uh, being reconstructed. And a little bit about the Pleasant Valley Rotary Club, one of the most active and strong Rotary Clubs we have in Hudson Valley. So, Dave, tell us about the future plans for the um, Pleasant Valley Library. When, when do you think you'll be able to open up and move all the books back from the supermarket uh, where uh, Fred Reddle, I, we can't say this enough, Fred Reddle uh, uh, donated the supermarket to you to use as a library out there in the old Grand Union Plaza. When do you think the new building will be ready? The new building is under construction. We expect it to be buttoned up in late fall. We 
believe the transition to the new building, the renovated building will be early next year, January or so. And that's uh, going to be a logistical operation in its own right, but we have plans for that. So the new building will be 10,000 square feet, one level, ADA compliant, uh, separate meeting areas that can be walled off from the rest of the library when it's closed. So people can have meetings that run after the close of the library and exit safely. Uh, it's going to have expanded meeting spaces and computer areas and a beautiful children's area. It's going to be a portion of it's going to be reminiscent of an early barn because we wanted to reflect and honor the agricultural past of Pleasant Valley. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful shade of blue. Uh, anyway, we're so excited about it and we can't wait to get into our, our home again. And if yeah. people want to see the plans, they can go on the website, which is? PleasantValleyLibrary.org. And folks, I'm going to pencil paper. I'll have our guest Dave Kruger repeat that before the end of the program. But now you told us the outside shell was saved. Are you? Is it going to look the same as it did before the fire from the outside? The outside shell, the original building, we wanted to save, and it was structurally sound, and it was actually cheaper to save it than tear it down and rebuild. So it will be there, but we'll only be using the first floor of it. The second floor will be only used for mechanicals and other uh, infrastructure pieces of the library. But the library itself is going to expand forward in a children's area toward Main Street and backward uh, toward the back of the lot uh, where we're our meeting rooms and the main collection will be held. Yeah. So, Kathy, what got you and Dave so interested in, in the library? I mean, you, you guys are so busy. I mean, you have a, a family with grandchildren, of course. You, and uh, mm -hmm. Dave is still working as, at, at uh, IBM, and you've been a registered nurse, a very strong career as a registered nurse. Uh, how did you, and very busy, both of you, in Rotary. How did you fit in uh, the library and why? Why did you get so interested in the library? Well, it just it's just an extension of what's going on in Pleasant Valley. I mean, our library is is very strong and it serves our community. And of course, Rotary serves our community. So, of course, what do you do? You, you uh, get on your library board. Um, I think one of the things that was so special to us is we were lucky. We hosted um, a young man from Taiwan with our um, Rotary Youth Exchange program. And I needed help because his English was not that great when he first came to Pleasant Valley. Mm -hmm. Now, this was many, many years ago. And Dave was, I don't even know if I was on the library board at that point in time, but Tony, I needed some help with, with schoolwork with Tony. We went to the library and wouldn't you know it, of all the places in the world, little tiny Pleasant Valley, New York, had one of our library um, receptionists or mm -hmm. bookshelver, or I can't remember what exactly her job title was. She spoke Mandarin. Oh, wow. <laughs> so she sat there and she helped Tony get ready for school. She helped him on the computer. She helped him with his book reading that he needed to get caught up with for the summer. And I'm thinking, wow, our our library offers this, you know, and it was there you go. And then you just continue helping a, a an organization that helped you. Now, speaking of organizations that love to help, of course, uh, it's the Pleasant Valley Rotary and Rotary International. And uh, remind us, Kathy, when does your club meet and where? Tuesday evenings at six o'clock at Madison's in um, the uh, AMP Plaza. And 
and Jay's wonderful. Who Jay Kiggins, who owns uh, Madison's. So. You guys are into grocery stores because the library currently <laughs> is in the Gro- uh, Grand Union Plaza. Your Rotary Club meets at the AP Plaza. Well, That's it's, fantastic. Exa- it's actually Acme now. People used to remember it as AMP, but it's the Acme Plaza now. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember when the local AP had uh, AMP had sawdust on the floor. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's what got you guys involved in Rotary. How long have you been a Rotarian, Dave? I started in 94. Our daughter actually applied for a Rotary essay contest and won uh, an award for that. And I was invited in by our pastor, yes, uh, Pastor, pastor Bill Boak from uh, Freedom Plains Church and uh, been involved with Rotary ever since. So Kathy and I have both been presidents of the club. We both had district offices. Kathy is the district's Rotoplast ambassador. Of course, we're both involved in Radio Rotary. And of and course, she is the producer of Radio, Radio Rotary. Rotary, the boss lady. That's <laughs> right. She gets the big bucks. Right. right. Uh, you know, we, we helped with group study exchange missions over the years. We were assistant governors, et cetera. So we both found, uh, you know, that we can really contribute a lot. And I always like to say Rotary is a great magnifier of your efforts. If you have something you want to do, you can be a lot more impactful if you have Rotary rotary behind you yeah and we've we've also fallen in love with haiti um number one through the vassar haiti project right but um then we have two members of our club that were born in haiti and they've brought haiti to our club and we've been on medical missions there and we are actually sponsoring scholarships to nurses that are going to nursing school in haiti so haiti needs all the help they can get and we are right. happy to give it right yeah we we sent our shelter boxes which are survival tents which survival yep. equipment down to haiti um how is the current political uh, crisis in haiti which is still ongoing as we record this uh how's that affecting uh, your club and your, you know the members it, who it, live it, in haiti it's, it's going to delay the right. planned trip for this year um so two of our members rose and roberto bonhor were planning to go down there they had to delay that but we'll do whatever we can for haiti mm-hmm. but you asked earlier jonah about the uh the club we have a small group but we do 12 to 15 projects per year which is a lot for a little rotary club so that's why we brag about being small but mighty Uh, especially in our hearing projects correct we have a woman doing international hearing stuff and uh etc so we're very proud of our little club and uh, Pleasant Valley Rotary. Well, we're going to invite you back, Dave, to talk about the Pleasant Valley Bicentennial Weekend that's coming up soon. But Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have to say uh, adieu for now. That's French, right? They talk French in Haiti. And uh, thank you very much for joining us today, Dave, and for all your support, uh, Radio Rotary. And Kathy, who do we have to thank for sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? We are thanking Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Wallkill, East Wapiger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Clater will be back with us soon. Our producer, Kathy Kruger, and our production director, Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebowasa. Thank you you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, radiorotary.org.